Yo, what's up? This is Pinky from Team Pinky Muay Thai. 20 years in the game, ex-fighter and current Muay Thai trainer. Hey guys, my name's Matt. I'm from Full Tilt Fight and Fitness. I've been in the game for 12 years fighting and 8 years coaching and you are listening to the Ring Lovers Podcast. What we talking about? What you talking about? What you talking about? Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to another episode of the Ring Lovers Podcast. My name is Matt. I'm from Full Tilt Fight and Fitness. Here again with Pinky from Team Pinky Muay Thai, mate. How you going? Fantastic. I fucking sounded like I was drunk then. Man, <laughs> I, 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 I had a bad. I had a bad this morning. I, try, I was speaking to Beck and I was trying to get a sentence together, and it just sounded like mush. Um, so I'm back on the uh, on the alpha brain this morning. I actually had four days without it, and I can definitely notice it, man. I definitely do yeah. notice it if I'm not on that stuff. Yeah. Yep. Um, so yeah, sponsor us and give me lots of pills, please, alpha brain. <laughs> but um, yeah, so we're fresh off the weekend. Um, we had SA Muay Thai League on the weekend, so we'll have a bit of a chat about that. Um, we got some big fights coming up. And we got a fucking bucket load of questions, so um, which is good. It's good for the potty. Yeah, Good yeah, for the yeah. body. Yep. So, how was your SA Muay Thai League experience, sir? How many um, did you have on? You had what? Two and a half, one and a half, two, two and, and a half. half, two and a half, two and a half. So, we had. So, first up was Sebastian in the four four man thingy. Yep. Um. He got. He's your uh, half. Yeah, he's my half. <laughs> he's so, your half. So we ended up having three, I guess, because yeah, it was yeah. like he had two flights. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. He. Went up against Abraham from Adelaide Muay Thai, who, man, put on quite a was quite impressive for mm-hmm. someone who had one fight. Yep. Um, now he's trained with them guys. He will start developing a bit, you know. Like was it beforehand, he, I think he fought out of Aruda before, which is he's never really gonna get any Muay Thai out of that, you know. Yeah. Um, training with those guys seems to be working for him. Yep. <clears throat> he just got a hard first draw, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it would have been, you know. Joseph and Sebastian in the first round would have would have been probably a silly idea. It was probably it was pretty much the two strongest guys versus the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not so, so not strong so strongest. Yeah, I'll be nice about it. Um, <clears throat> there was so he got the the win in there, unanimous points win. It was quite a decisive. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, performance. Then next up was Rudy. Um, <laughs> like I said last week. I don't know how his gas tank's gonna last. First round, absolute superstar. This dude like moves like Sanchai. He's so evasive. Slick He's as slick. slick, you know. Slick like. as. But his lack of fitness makes it dangerous in the gym because people get hurt on him because there's no it's it's slick but not sharp. Yeah, so people yeah, end up like yeah, hitting yeah. knees and all yeah, that sort of yeah, stuff, yeah, you know? Yeah. Um but so he, he absolutely pummeled Luke in the first round. Start of the second round, started the similar way. It was like banging in the leg kicks. But yeah. end of the first round, he was already starting to... Oh, to, sucking big air yeah. at the end of the first round. Yeah, and then it's like halfway through the second, he's pretty much just checked out. Third round, totally checked out. And <laughs> The last, the last uh, what is it, five, 15-odd seconds oh. of the round? It was like, just grab him, <laughs> grab him, do, yeah. do something. Had it, had it been any other ref he probably would have got an eight count yeah 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 yep yep so we're pretty lucky it was the ref i don't think it would have changed the outcome at all um do you think i don't know was it i think it i think it would have yeah if because if the thing is he won the first round 
barely won the second round if he got an eight count in the could have been a draw ski yeah, yeah. and he, I actually thought I didn't know if he'd won the second round because I didn't, I didn't think he'd put up enough of yeah a, I thought I mean like I thought he'd done enough early to yeah. to, to win it yeah. like and done, probably misses, did more like, probably did more damage early you know yeah. like definitely like gave yeah, away that the first round was pretty, half, pretty yeah, decisive yeah, yeah that's right it? yeah yeah but yeah. Uh, for me it was like the the shit performance for the second half of the fight overpowered the first half you know for me as a, yeah yeah of and, course yeah, yeah. and whatever like when you come back at the end of the fight like was in the corner I'm like bro like can I ask a genuine question like I'm not even I'm not even angry but like why don't you train <laughs> like I'm like I just want an answer like give me something yeah, yeah. give me something and I'm laughing in the corner yeah, yeah you yeah. saw me yeah, yeah, yeah. I was laughing I was, like, <laughs> I was like what why don't you train I don't know I'm lazy yeah like, what did you do? What did you do for a living? What was that? What does he do for a oh, living? Um, at the moment, like, I don't does he have a hard job? Like, does he get home from work and it's like, ah, oh, fuck I mean, man, he, I can't be bothered. He used to. Training? He used to have those days, right? And I was thinking, oh, maybe he's like a labourer or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was working in retail. Ah, okay. <laughs> or some shit. Cool, like, great. I'm like, whoa, cool, man! Sorry. Like, you having a day off? Because you're burnt out from doing retail. Yeah, like, yeah. I get it, man. That pen pushing can get tough, you know. <laughs> He's clicking those tickets to go uh, on the fucking he's, rack. He's legit. Like it, the problem with him, right? Coat hangers are heavy. Su- <laughs> super talented, super talented, but like it's all about the look, you know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as he's got his six pack, he's he's happy. Yeah. And and there's well, he, he's a chiselled individual. Oh, he's a fucking beautiful yeah, looking human. De- definitely loves a good beach muscle. Be- yeah, beautiful, beautiful, <laughs> beautiful fucking beautiful rig on him. Beautiful, like. Personal, like he's actually a really lovely yeah, yeah, guy. So fucking talented, just fucking lazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so so anyway, he's not getting employee of the month. Is no, he? <laughs> yeah, he, did. he got the win. Um, then next up was Sebastian in the final, the four yep. four man thingy. Yep. Um, the start of each round, Joseph was quite dangerous. Yep, yeah, yep. Um, but as it went on. It, as the rounds were going on, um, Sebastian was pretty much walking yeah, away with each round. Taking over. The third round, if Sebastian, if it wasn't a padded like amateur fight, he would have been cut to pieces. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, all, yeah, Elbows, yeah, so, yeah. lots of elbows getting worn. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, but it was a defo- decisive win. Yeah, like it was a it was very very clear yep. win to Sebastian. So he ended up taking out that. Ami four man thing. Yep. Um, and then the main event was Josh. First fight for us, finally. Yep. Um, gave him a little bit of a talking to out the back before he went out there, just like, like I spoke to you about it. Yeah. If you can hear the barking dog, it's my son. Um, he's distracted by colouring in instead of drinking water like he should be. Um, Antoine, met on Kitlern Len, met on Kitlern Kian, Kitlern Nang, the girl Ginnam, don't eat what he said. Um, <laughs> yeah, so gave him a bit of a talking to us, just like you got to try and knock him out for five rounds. Yeah, yeah. And did you go like with that idea? Like, did you think that he was gonna? Most of the time, you go into a fight and you go, okay, if you if you're trying to knock him out, you don't usually knock him out. You know, like or or 
it was you know, more they're, like they're throw a, knockout power and all your yeah, shots. Yeah, yeah, that's so right. So if yeah, you're throwing yeah. a shot, don't bother throwing it unless you're trying to stop them with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, find your, find it, throw it, throw yeah. it with all men. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, so cool. I'd rather go. And, he, and like you had the confidence that he's got the... the he does have the, knockout power, but it's very inconsistently, yeah. like it hits in different spots every time. Yeah, got, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, the, it was the first right hand that landed that did all the damage. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, then, yeah you know, the, the shots was, when you see them, yeah, and you're like, and oh, then, you're... So yeah, he never really recovered from that yeah, one. That's right, yeah. And then it was just like some smaller ones, like big jab. I don't know if you saw that video that yeah, the Gebo shared. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. a big jab yeah, that racked him yeah, and right, rocked yeah. him and then he threw like a right hand after it. So you had the confidence that he could have that power for the whole fight? Like yeah. Um, find it I, I don't know what his gas tank was going to be like. Yeah. Um, as it never hasn't fought for me before. So yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. we're still trying to, you know, the next fight, um, he's fighting on 1774 I'll wait for the 1774 announcement for that yeah so did you I suppose it's like having the same deal your first uh, your first time with a new fighter again like uh, and I suppose just going over again how do you treat it with the first new fighter you just sort of do everything in halves don't you you don't do anything full for me full, you know like I, try and, I try and make a couple of adjustments yeah um, I gave him a game plan but I was, I was talking to you off air earlier yeah, yeah. I came in after 10 days away in Thailand, come back in on we Monday. We got no game plan. And realised the game plan was useless. We just, man. Yeah, yeah. 27 fights under different style of trainers, all that sort of stuff. Hasn't fought in four years. It was, I, I gave him some stuff to work on and it just wasn't there. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was like, all right, sweet. All right, so... Change the game plan. It doesn't mean he's training any fucking yeah yeah any right. any le- like less harder or whatever. It's just, no, yeah, yeah. We're just gonna take the footwork out of it. it. Yeah. Which was all it was. It was just angle changes that he was supposed yeah, to be okay, doing. Yeah. Okay, can't do it. So now you got to find the timing yeah. elsewhere. You know. Sweet ass. So the Monday before Monday's like six days out. I was like, all right. Didn't say anything to him that we. I just changed what I was saying to him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, all right, you need to. Now so do you then go? Do you then go? Knowing that that was a game plan for him anyway, and you said that he couldn't get it or that. Do you? Do you then go, like now leading into 1774, with no matter what opponent he is or whatever, do you then look at that and go, oh, still something I need to work on, like his foot, whatever, the, or do you just go, oh, fuck it, we'll just deal with I, the next dude, being that he's a pro and he's you know, I, like I doing think, that. I think now it's, because you would use the same sort of technique with this guy that you did for the last one. Yeah, okay, right, so you've got but, the time to but work nah, on man, like, nah, that, that's the thing. This is why I've made my pro thing four weeks, four, four weeks pro instead of three, because yep. the first week is about creating creating the game plan and, Strategy, and, yeah. and getting getting the habits yeah and then just just then just you got the next them. then you got the next three weeks or two and a half weeks of bashing them out yeah man he got the end of the first it got no no at the end of the second week he still wasn't doing it yeah okay, so right. I, I honestly like abort abort yeah yeah look, no it wasn't for me it still wasn't until i got back and realized that yeah three weeks later he still didn't, he still have, didn't it. have it yeah. so it's like all right so maybe some people, man, you, you can't teach them. And no, maybe if right, I had him right. from Ga- scratch, game plan. Some people aren't game people. And game and plan, but even te- even technical stuff. Yeah. Like, okay, the dude's stepping. You step off to your left because he was southpaw. And we're worried about the left knee, right? Yeah. So if he's stepping at you, he's stepping in with a high right knee to throw the to, to throw the left knee. Yeah. Step off to your left. Yeah, so you yeah, can, yeah. And body shot him. Man, he literally wore every single knee that the dude's. Yeah, yeah, every time he, stepped out, yeah. Uh, he doesn't have the ability to read it. Yeah. So there's no fight IQ there. So, all right, total total game change now. Yeah. This is what we have to do. You do whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You can't wait. You can't rely off a. 
You can't rely that, that your work is going to, yeah, he's going to be able to see it. So you've got to like create your own options sort of thing. You know? Sorry, guys. Antoine. Nang. Antoine non. Antoine's a ayer. Nang. Look, I'll give nam. So, yeah. But, so he turned out all right for you, though. Yeah, so we end up with like four four wins on it. Yeah, four, cool. four from four. four. We had... Um, one pro, which matters. Yeah, that's... Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, we had the three. We had two newbies going in there. We had Nick and Ryan. Um, really impressed with both those guys. Look, man, they had first fights, so they, they yeah. weren't the cleanest of fights. Are they backing you know? it up on Valley? Um, I've got one of them backing up on Valley. I'm going to give Ryan a bit of time to sort out what's going on with his knee. Yeah. Ryan leading into that fight that's had... Right. Had about... Man, we had... He's had a knee recon or something. He's, and his knee's busted up, and it's been busted up for the last three or four weeks. Like, we haven't been able to turn him much in the clinch. Like, we've sort of done a little bit of babying stuff. Yep. Like, no, there was no catching his kicks. Like, we sort of just didn't want to do any tweaking on it. Yeah. And it wasn't even anything that he threw in the end. It was him stumbling over the ring ropes and getting his foot caught. And then he saw that as soon as he got his foot caught, I saw his face, and I'm like, ah, fuck. So, yeah. I, I actually grabbed the towel straight away because I thought, fuck. The last thing you need is a blown out knee on your first yeah. amateur fight. So I was looking at him. If he couldn't stand, I was just going to throw the towel in. Yep. Just go, don't worry about it. We'll do it next time. Yep. But um, made it out of the first round. Yep. Got, got the eight count against him for the for his bung knee. Um, oh. Nita gave him an eight count for, for yep. a bung knee. But then got the eight count back with some big shots in himself. So it was yep. like a drawn first round. So he came back to the thing and said, man, well, if you can't kick and if you don't feel good about kicking on it stay grounded throw some knees if you feel alright with that but just yep. use your hand because his hands were prevailing anyway yep. rocking the dude's head back so he managed to do alright doing that and still threw some kicks in the end you could see he just had no power in him yep. you know like they were landing up to the to the shoulder and almost just resting on the guy's shoulder as opposed to like kicking yep. through but, well, um, while we're talking about that like Anita giving an 8 count so that's a, that's an amateur 8 count that, yeah. and, and it doesn't take much to get an 8 count in, in, in the amateurs no but it also doesn't take much to have a point removed in the amateurs, That's it doesn't, right. which is okay. Pete, I know there's going to be three people who are going to go, oh, is this about me? But it's actually about five different people from that weekend <laughs> yeah, okay. who crack the shits about the refing and judging. Yeah. Okay, it's an amateur show, one, who gives a fuck? Yeah. There is no bigger thing on the line just because you're going to fight for an amateur belt. Yeah, yeah. It's not a bigger deal. It's not a bigger deal than any other fight. So there's that. There's, you know, people saying that, oh, man, so-and-so didn't get low-blowed and there was a point taken off. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. Well, you've got... where It's an amateur thing and now <clears throat> Joey is now the head official and Joey's going to start putting the guys on who are, who are learning the fucking ropes. Yeah, yeah, yeah who are trying to become, you know, professional refs and judges. So what's the, what a better way to do it than where your your record doesn't matter. Yeah, that's right, yeah, yeah. So you've got Anita in there, okay. Where she, everybody's learning. Yeah, she gave someone an eight count who maybe they think they didn't deserve an eight count. Someone got a point taken off. Maybe they think they didn't deserve the point taken yeah, off. Yeah. Do you know what? She did, and she's looking after an amateur fighter. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. that is important. That there is the doing the right thing. Yeah, that's right, yeah. And until people stop giving a fuck about amateur records and how important, oh, this one's more important. No, nothing takes away from the performance of the fighter. Yeah. I had a chat, you know, there's one person, it's also about this person and he knows it's going to be about him. 
there's no need to take away from the fighter's performance just because what the judges said. Yeah. Like, man, my opinion didn't change of Rudy's fight just because he got the win. Yeah, you know that's right. I mean? yeah, so yeah, why yeah, the other yeah. way around? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Luke, yeah, I see. Yeah, I would have said the same thing. I said I said the same thing to Connor. Whether you know, like I would have said the same thing whether yeah. he win or lose. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like. In the amateur thing, man, people need to stop putting highlights on the, the winner. It was a better than the last fight. Yeah, 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 yeah. The same with, man, Luke Bourne, right? Luke Bourne's last fight, I'm pretty sure, was the one where he got knocked out by Manoli. I'm pretty sure that, yeah, well, okay, I'm yeah, pretty yeah. Sure that was the last fight he had. I don't remember him fighting since. No. So he got bashed in the first round, and then he came back, and by the end of the third, like... He could have potentially got a, a eight count on Rudy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, like that's right, so yeah. that there when he comes back at the end of the fight, going man, even though you got the loss, whatever, that there was the performance. Yeah, that's right. You that's showed right. that you yeah. got the heart. You you came back. You came back stronger in the yeah, third than you right. started. Yeah. Like good, you know. Like that's that's the angle people need to look at it. Yeah. Like stop caring about what the actual decision is ever. Yeah. In the amateurs. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you got ripped off. And it's okay to say, man, I thought we did enough, but that's all that needs to be said. Yeah, that's right. But when you're calling out refs for taking points off, you're calling out refs for not taking a point off when an illegal dump or something, man, everyone right now, you've got Anita who's, I think she's ref two shows now. Yeah. And she's doing a great job. And she's taking care of the amateurs. Yeah, that's right. So that's all you she's want. She's taking it super seriously, and she is, too, and she's doing a great, like, and, that, and she is good like that. Kato, know, like, first first yeah, judging, it, first, yeah. first judging on a Muay Thai show. I think he's done the MMA or something. Yeah, he has, yeah. But he doing great, and happy to discuss how he scored things and yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Great, you know, like he's a brand new judge, so don't expect it to be a hundred percent right, hundred percent of the time. No, that's right. But if he's learned what is happening right now what he's being taught right now, which he was on the last judging course. Yeah. So don't worry about what decision he's giving if he's done the last course. This goes to everyone. No one per this is not about one individual person. It's actually about five people that I've talked to since that show who felt hard done by, felt like they, they should have won something they didn't win or they should that something shouldn't have happened that should have happened. Should have happened Man, then. who cares? It's an amateur event. Let the judges and refs be amateur as well. Yeah. Ginnam. Sorry, guys. My my son. So backstory on my son. He he'd been sick at the start of the week, and yesterday his job was to sit there and draw, read, whatever all day. But he couldn't help himself but run around the house. And now he's got this cough that he used to get years ago and ha hasn't had it for years, and it goes for like weeks on end, and because he didn't sit down yet, so I'm quite pissed off at him. Yeah. Um, so I'm not going to be talking to him nicely throughout this, like you don't understand. So, yeah, back to what I was just saying. So people need to look at an amateur... Like I keep saying, man, look at an amateur event like it's an amateur event. Yeah. Did you learn from it? Yeah. <clears throat> just because you won two fights in one day doesn't make it more important than... Nah, man, ...you, nah, you losing on another show and, yeah, going, right, and yeah. going the distance with someone yeah. who's better than you. Yeah, that's right. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. There is... <clears throat> all there is is do you know what man How, how's this losing or learning oh yeah that's, that's the two right, that's yeah. the two things you get yeah. out of out of an amateur show well that well that's the, that's forever the saying in, in sport in sport anyway don't you lose or you learn 
You know, it's like that's win or learn. They always say win, wins and learns. Oh yeah, you win. That's and what learns. they. That's oh yeah, yeah, of course. So you should be. You should yeah, be learning. You win or you learn. Yeah, you, you should. Be, man, you should be learning when you win too. Yeah, you know? should be learns like and learns. Yeah, yeah, and learns it shouldn't. And learns, yeah. the, the decision is just like it's like an interclub. Do the decisions matter? No. Yeah. So I said on my own my own little podcast when I was just talking about my guys as well and just about you know like Connor being involved in that close fight and stuff and and. Um, uh, Thingo being upset about it and stuff and, and getting the apology, which I appreciate, but to me it wasn't like I didn't I didn't need one. Like I didn't care two shits because man, like like what I said, we're going through this thing now where we talk about it all the time, this big push to make the judging correct and like the fighters doing the right thing. The right pathway. So we're going through a, a point now where things are all fucking in the grey a little bit. Yep. Things are so like yep. you gotta allow people to fuck up. To then be able to go, ah, oh, no, no, like well, you're almost there. You almost had it right, but you know, like, like it's going to take the next between the next sort of, I'd say, next year and a year. I think there needs, three, there needs to be three judging you know, like, seminars in the next yeah. in the next twelve months. Yeah, like, <clears throat> and no excuses. Someone from every gym yeah, needs to be yeah, going. Yeah. Like that last one was piss poor. Yeah, and. <clears throat> Hughes didn't have anyone. No, Paddy's guys no, didn't no. have anyone. Yeah. Rikers didn't have anyone. Flinders didn't have anyone. Man, pretty much no one had anyone. Yeah. My uh, like, <laughs> my thought about when I missed it was like, uh, I was shitty that I missed it, but at the same sense, I was like, I'm never going to complain. But anyway. do you know what? But also, do you know what? <laughs> you as a as a trainer, important to learn it all, right? Oh yeah, but of course, yeah. yeah. One of your guys should have been there. Yeah, that's right. This yeah, is what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Some, every, every gym 100%. needs to have one. Because if you don't have someone in your gym who can say, "This is how, this is how, <clears throat> how it's properly interpreted. This is how the head official told us to do it." Yeah. That's oh. Right. Yeah, yeah. You're then, never gonna get it right. And 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 until like you know, same. There was no <clears throat> this other person who's been kicking up a stink on social media about the the uh, the refing. Okay. Where was where were you guys at the last? judging seminar so I think we need to have three and literally then even after the next one alright get one out of the way the next person who cracks the shits after at a show about a decision about how someone's rep literally okay were you at the seminar did you did you yeah that's right yeah yeah was someone from your gym at the okay get that speak to that person yeah then come and speak to me yeah that's right yeah yeah but don't come and talk to me about what happened in that show if you have no idea what yeah. actually is supposed to happen. 100%, man. And that's exactly like... The thing is, from that show, me speaking to Greg, speaking to Panna, speaking to Kato, like those guys, oh, this is what they're saying now. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, if anyone, in, like, without blowing my own trumpet, if anyone in SA Muay Thai is going to know about Muay Thai, it's probably me. Yeah. Probably, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. So if I'm learning something from it, and I couldn't be there because I was out of town. That's right. But yeah, I, made, yeah. I made sure I had a fair representation there. You know, I mean, like, yeah. I, had, I had three brand newies go. Then there was then there was Anita. Um, she's you know associated with us, but yeah. associated with like boars and stuff as well. Yeah. But then there's um, like obviously Joey, Manoli, those guys are my friends. Like, yeah. They, they, we they, we train together, whatever. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So it's like. If I, if anyone has, God, if anyone has the right to kick up a stink about judging and refing, it should be me. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not going to do it on an amateur show because that's well, not important. Nah, that's right. And and the, until the trainers realise it's not important, 
but it's just important that they do better than last time. Okay, so I'm, I'm totally gone off of the, no, I was talking right. about your <laughs> yeah, fighters, yeah, yeah. but sorry, but <laughs> yeah, no, well, man, this is such an important part fitting. that I took yeah, out of this yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, the, the well, fitting because we we're talking about that eight count. So yeah. I was looking at looking at fucking the, you know, and those dudes were. You know, it was Ryan's first fight. Yeah. You know, so it's exactly and it doesn't matter. You know, yeah, yeah, that's right. And, yeah, and yeah. I quite possibly... Which is why I was like, the same sense of why, like when we say it doesn't matter, that's why I was so blasé. I'm like, oh, if his knee's fucked, the towel's going in. Yeah. So oh, it's all right. We'll, got, we'll get another one in, in yeah. fucking how many months' time. Yeah, exactly. So that's, I, I look at it the same way. Like I was looking at everything. I've, I've started, like I've always sort of done that with, with since since putting amateurs in boxing and putting giant and yep. stuff and just trying to get him numbers and yep, yep. and experience and stuff, I've always been, you know, like yep, like whatever. Obviously, the close decision. There's gonna be close decisions and you're gonna be upset for your fighter and stuff like that. But it, all of this is like, like what you said, keeping a lid on it so that it doesn't yeah, affect. Just and, and let, just just tell them how good their performance. Yeah, was. that's right. It yeah. doesn't matter. And that's what. Yeah, that's all that matters. Yeah, because like <clears throat> there's. I've got a couple of guys coming up to have their... Or I've got one guy who just got matched yesterday. I haven't even told him yet. For Valley. Bro, the dude hasn't trained in almost two years. He's been in the gym twice last week. Yep. He's in this week. He's getting both his feet tattooed tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's three weeks out from a fight getting both his feet tattooed. So he's yeah, not going to yeah. be able to kick. But do you know what it is? It's like, okay, so you're just going to have this one so we can do December in, yeah, in yeah, Melbourne. Yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. And it's like, don't stress about it. This yeah. one, this one's just like, all right, get one out of the way. Yeah. All right, now we'll aim for December and what yeah, you put right, in. Yeah. So it's like, treating the amateur pathway, how it should be treated. Yeah, that's right. Learning, learning how to deal with your stuff. Like, man, I'm way more mature at an amateur show than I used to be. Yeah, yeah. Like, I used to, you know... The only time now, if I'm I'm pissed off at them, is if it's one they make the same mistake three or four shows in a row, or yeah. like they don't fix something. Or the other one is if they're close to going pro and they're still making shitty amateur yeah, mistakes. Yeah, yeah. That's where I start giving them a little bit more pressure, yeah. which is where they learn that pressure. They learn how to be pro, you know. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, I think everyone just needs to educate themselves a little bit more and. And we'll be way better off. Fuck yeah. So, sorry, back to... So, back to... So, Ryan got an eight count for his knee, but then got one back. Um, And then, yeah, our advice was... He got an eight count back, did you say? Yeah, he got one back in the end. What was that? Same sort of deal. Big punches. Yep. um, Knocked the dude's head back a couple times. So, I'm pretty certain, yeah, Nita gave him an eight count. Yep. So, perfect. Very similar to, like, a boxing eight count. Like, give the dude time to fucking look at it, and it was fine. And then, yeah, came out in the second and the third round... And did did the same. Fought, you know, well with the fact that his knee was bung out, and fought. I was going to say, look, how do you say, very amateurish. You know, yeah. they, they were not over erratic, but you know, like their their distance was out when they got excited. You Overall, know, like you could see him. Do you know? You notice one thing I'm not complaining about. It was a tidier show yeah, than the right. last yeah, three. Yeah, yeah. The last right. three have yeah, been yeah. disgusting, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. But there was like, also you know, there was also a couple of gyms missing. Yeah, there who, was actually. Who, yeah. who are particular? Particularly, or, or less representation from them who are shockers for doing disgusting. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, back to you again. Yeah. Um, bang, me just dropped me bat and <laughs> just had a bat. Um, yeah, so he did well coming out of that. And then we had Nick, who's our big uh, big left-hander. Um, and he got the TKO in the second round, really clean with his hands. Yep. Same deal, a couple of times, his distance was a bit out. What, I don't know whether you've found... I've found that a lot of dudes who... 
don't quite get their distance right tend to jump into things. Yes. So like if they can't reach with their hands, they'll go for like with a big launching team. That's exactly what it was. Our dude was big launching team. Oh, was that was that him in the highlights? Could have been. Could have been. Because I was I was talking about that yesterday with the guys like. Um, so I had uh, Sebastian was doing a teep so Sebastian came out to training last night and he did a teep and he came up on his toes on that on the standing foot the yeah, rear teep yeah, yep, yep. and the minute it's like that it's like launching forward and you, your your momentum's going you forward and if you miss yourself. Yeah, and yeah. if you miss you're buggered yep, you're I go keep your heel on the ground do the same thing and yeah, if you can't yeah, get yeah. the length and you turn your standing foot a little bit that's right and it was like all of a sudden he's pushing his paddle to halfway across yeah, the gym yeah that's right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, ours were just like like a couple times like Nick would Hurt him with the big hand, and the dude would stumble back. Yeah. So instead of like, I'm like, all you gotta do there is just faint, take your time, take a step, and then you'll reach him. Yeah. But you know what it's like, man, when you fucking you hurt a dude or you think you've hurt him, you're like, I'm gonna go in there, you know. But yeah. um, yeah, all in all, pretty good. And then going into Connor, Connor had um, yeah, close fight, but good fight, you know. It like, was the like, tightest fight of the day. I, I thought, yeah, like looking at the. Looking back on the when it actually finished, I said to Connor, I said, I don't fucking know, man. I said it was close fight. I said you didn't lose. I said, but you definitely didn't go out there and win like you yeah, normally like would. Like we spoke about it. Yeah, it was yeah, very much right, it yeah. was a battle of who threw the least like power. Just, just that lacklustre sort of fight. Like clean. Yeah. But it was lacklustre, you know, yeah. like no one really went after it. Those, you know? those, the, that exact same fight with Connor trying to bomb the hands and Stefan throwing hard kicks, that would have been a three rounds of attrition to see who's the toughest. Yeah, that's right. But it was yeah, both, it was both of like them barely throwing, yeah, yeah, barely throwing any barely power throwing. in anything, you know, yeah. both, both of them. Co- like, yeah, exactly, yeah. Connor was saying that he, he couldn't find an opening and I was saying to him, well, you're not, you're not actually trying to force an opening either. Mm. And, you know, on the flip side, you know, like Stefan was landing those kicks, but they weren't big power kicks either. So I sort of looked at it after watching it again, because I watch it again, you know, just to... But, yeah. you know, I didn't know what to tell Connor. You know, like, coming yeah. out, Connor's like, oh, I don't know. And I'm like, well... And then on top of the... You know, like, Connor went, went over and he's like, I'm real sorry. Like, I felt like... So I was part of being go, an go, going, going to, like, what you said about, like, keeping you cool and shit like that and, like, doing it for your fighter, not only does it affect your own fighter, but it, but it affects the other fighter yes. too. You know, like, Connor was real apologetic about it, almost sheepish about it and shit yeah. like that. And, I mean, like, to him, I'm like, who cares, man? I mean, like, you fought, you fight, you, yeah. you know, like... But don't get upset about like he almost felt apologetic about winning, and I'm like, you can't feel like that. You got to no. you got to let the judges do their thing, let you do your thing. And honestly, from that you whole know? fight, for me, the winner is Stefan's performance. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, like yeah. that was honestly yeah, yeah. like of everything from that fight that that is actually crazy. Just how yep. different that kid yep, was. Yeah, that's time right. Now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. For him, his whole style changed oh. to the point where Connor didn't know. Really, you know, Relaxed like how to stance, deal with it. Like you know? Going like, backwards, yeah. like with a nice tight yeah. guard and yeah. stuff. It was quite impressive, actually. And it was like, it was funny too because from Connor's sparring to Connor's fighting, he was so much more calm as well. Like it was like they, cool. they yeah, like the way Connor looked good in sparring, but it looked good in his fight. Like what he said, just there just wasn't much volume from either, yeah. which is fine if it looks good. You just need, you know, like just gonna know if you're going up into pros and shit. You need to fucking put your foot down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, put yeah, throw you know, like throw that's... more power. Pe- yeah, yeah. Don't have to throw any more, but throw more power. Throw with me. So vol- yeah, yeah, yeah. Vol- volume of power, of numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what you said on your on on the your last one of the last posts that you put. You know, like it's not always about a combination. Like long no. combos, you got to like. I've always said like. Doing long combos and pads and shit like that in, in boxing is a very big thing. In my Muay Thai things now, I've gotten rid of a lot of fucking combination the way I used to do it. I used yeah. to have a very kickboxing style and 
and and that sort of thing of combos and stuff but i've taken it a lot of it out or it'll be it might be two different things that we that you work yeah. on you know like it's this is one way to throw it this is now another way to throw it and we'll do it in one round of, of holding pads like yeah. that, that's sort of how we're doing it but yeah so less combos more fucking volume of power yes, yeah, yes. Be, be efficient with what you're throwing <coughs> throw stuff that's gonna that's gonna land yeah that's right and, yeah. and make make it land like, yeah that's right yeah like it's kind of like with Josh he was battling a massive size difference yeah that's right yeah and height wise there was probably a good I'd say seven or something inches in that height difference and it was like getting past that length to yeah. just making sure you don't stop throwing that right hand until it actually gets to the yeah, head yeah that's right yeah, don't yeah. pull it because you think yeah, you're going to miss you're gonna miss. keep yeah, reaching keep for that head you know? it. yeah yeah and yeah yeah so yeah. It's all in all, it was it wasn't a bad day at all. Yeah, it wasn't it was, a bad day at all. And a, I thought it was well, day development. Um, you weren't. Uh, I think you you weren't there for the weigh-ins, were you? No. The way that they did explain the belts was good. Like the like they uh, explained it that it was a C class belt leading into the B class guys. You know, that's like this is for the C classes at three twos. He's saying to aim for to be like almost like a stepping stone into your B class oh, fight. So did they so say that they did, they? did say so that. So obviously they are watching what I'm doing. They do, yeah, I've yeah. always wondered whether they're yeah. actually listening and yeah. or like whether like or seeing and hearing it around. So that was um, something that I thought you might like to know because yeah, you weren't the there. Because like, that was a good way. Like I was sitting there, like I'm, I'm glad that they explained it like that. Not for me. I don't give a fuck. You know, like, but like for more so the fighters that are listening. Like, oh, this isn't like a big fucking. So this, this is like you're the, without sounding like a cock, you're the best of the worst. You know, you're the best of the lowest, yeah, oh, lowest sure. rank. You know, it's, like, it's, it's, yeah, yeah. So you're the best of the development guys right yeah. now. Good on you. You know, because like, when I said to them, they're. I don't think they had any idea what a, what a A to D class thing was. Yeah, okay. Then when I sent through Josh's record, they're like, how many fights has he had in total? I go, it actually doesn't matter because he's pro. Like he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's had 17 amateurs and, and 10 pro, now 11. So why you, like, why does it matter? Yeah, like, well, oh, with, with this state, we could, no, no. That's your choice to still look at it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is a, there is a clear. I said, to, I said in this message, there's a, there's a clear A to D pathway. Yeah. And these guys, if they're fighting five threes. They're they're fighting A class. Yeah. So their their C class shit shouldn't matter anymore. No, that's right. Yeah, shouldn't yeah. matter at all. The C class stuff could have been when they were like 15, 16 years old, and now yes. they're twenty, twenty five, and they're fighting pros. You know. Exactly. So yeah. it's always it's one thing that I've always found interesting about dudes with you know like uh, junior careers like yep. you hear about dudes that are like oh yeah I've had 20, 20 fights so oh 20 fights 20 junior amateur fights well are they really fights you know like they are but are they like yeah. are they really to the like so you had so you had 10 fights when you were 13 does yeah. that really add up to the same as 10 fights as an amateur adult yeah don't think no. so as much you no, know like yeah. it's always in like always find that that funny like even if you look at a like you look at a dude like Max you'd probably ask him and he'd go oh yeah I had 30 fights as a junior or whatever and then when, as I got to adults and then I went to pro you know like yes. you, you yeah, could ask sure. him because he's had that many and, he'd break him down like yeah, that you and know? the thing is you, you say to him what's your record and he's only going to tell you his pro record he's only going to tell you his pro yeah, record, yeah. he's had about 100 yeah, amateur fights but if, they, if somebody asked him like oh did you have any fights in the kid? Oh yeah, I had, I had thirty had fights. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever it is, you know. Yeah, yeah. had a hundred. Yeah. And, and what was your record? I don't fucking who know. Who cares? I had a hundred fights. Yeah, and that's, and that's my reply yeah. now. When they yeah. when they say like obviously 
SMI Tiley tried pumping up, tried making an international fight, man. Josh has been in Australia for four or five years now. Yeah. Like, it's... Then it was like, oh, you know, he's fought, <laughs> fought everything made, over boxing. Should have made him walk out in full fucking Maori gear. <laughs> could do, could do. Wait, look, is that? But um, <laughs> he, it's like, the things they wrote on that post, it was like, man, stop trying to hype it up. He's had 27 fights in, across Muay Thai, but he'd never fought Muay Thai before, for one. That was yeah, his first ever Muay Thai fight. He... MMA, Boggy had one boxing fight, one MMA fight, and the rest kickboxing. Yeah. Like, you know, there was no need for any of the hype they put behind yeah. that matchup. It was, all it was was so they had, oh, we just got beaten by the better guy. We got beaten by the more experienced guy on the day. You know, like, instead of, how about... Oh, okay, you see, is it more of a... More as a uh, they're setting it up to make gym. it look, yeah, doesn't yeah. look so bad if their boy loses. Yeah, okay, I mean, right. Corey is talented, bro. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I like that boy. He's a lovely guy really good skills like you don't find that sort of skill level out of man that gym him and Ben Millington the two best guys I've ever seen come out of that gym technique wise yeah okay yeah um I think they're both impressive young men you know like um and they as training partners were really good too yeah, okay, yeah. Those, those two guys tested each other all the time yeah, you yeah, know yep yeah, yeah. so I think I believe it was kind of like the whole, oh, so we need to, just in case. Yeah, to, okay, yep. We need to make it not look so bad, you know? Yeah, that's what you mean. Yeah, it's, uh, man, it, was, it wasn't well, an international you, fight you, at all. Yeah, so. you reckon it's a little bit more of a protecting image? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sure. I looked at it as a marketing thing. Like, I could see how they could do it, like, to be like, oh, yeah, it's a marketing thing. But, I mean, like, I also look you at... you got to do that, put on pro shows then. Well, well, yeah, I also look and go, well, fucking, we're in, like, it's amateurs. Amateurs are going to sell out anyway. Yeah. You, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. amateurs will sell out because people want to go see their kids fight. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 100%. I just sort of looked at it and go, oh, yeah, I can see what you're doing here, you know, like, as in a, as a marketing... You know, like it's a bit of a marketing ploy. I, felt, I was almost going to troll at one point. What's that? I was almost going to troll at one point. <laughs> of course you were. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now shall we dive into some of these questions? Let's do it. We fucking, we got a few skills. I'll get the first um, one. I'll let you get it. Why are gyms not teaching their fighters basic Y crew before a fight? We're going to come into a question later, which pretty much covers this as well. Because as a general rule, most gyms aren't real Muay Thai gyms. Yeah. And if you don't have a Muay Thai lineage... You're gonna to struggle to have a, so. Yep, I find it hard. I won't lie. I find it hard to be able to like go to confidently tell my dudes and show my dudes a white crew. I'd show them, you know, like the ceiling of the ring and all that yep. sort of stuff. But even you, I came down and did it with you first. Yep. And I'd do it again like that. I'd go, all right, boys, we're gonna go learn one. Where do I learn it from? Like my, you know, like I didn't have one. Yeah. So you would be the closest dude to yeah, come man. and do it with, you know, like yeah, so. Yeah, sure. So I think that's that's. Uh, that could be a thing with some gyms as well. Like we do have a lot of fucking white people gyms, bro. Like we're we're all just white and, from the fucking hood, man. And so the, we're, the we're thing, all just the thing is, it's, learn, you know. The, the 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 biggest thing with it is people look at learning Muay Thai by looking at punching, kicking, kneeing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And the things that are missing the most are the the cultural side of things, which. Not all of it is important to know, but you do need to know some of it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and yeah. the other bit is defense. Yeah. That's, everyone can punch and kick pads, but yeah, yeah. defending is a no different story. No can defend. Yeah, so I think everyone, every gym owner, if you're teaching Muay Thai, you need to have, man, all you need to be able to do is do the ceiling of the ring and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, that should be the, the basics of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's the minimum you're going to do. But aside from that, you've got to have it 
taught to you by someone, given to you by someone sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Like, like you said, like I did with you. Yeah. Um, thoughts on training between multiple clubs. Um, I think it can be very counterproductive when you're trying to make a style. Yeah. Um, if your trainer is the one initiating it, then it's totally fine. Yeah. If you're just doing it because you're technically uncoachable and you don't actually want to be told what to do and and or yeah. if you don't have faith in in a, yeah. in a trainer so you want to go everywhere else then then that's on you yeah but i think it's up to your trainer to do the to do the in between yeah. clubs thing not you man if you're that casual dude who's just jumping around and club to clubbing and just doing it because you like the sport like that's cool too like i don't give a shit like if you're not like but as soon as you become a fighter i think that's 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 when it gets you know, like, you've got to respect the dude that's putting in the time to you as well. You know, like, yeah, yeah. if I'm putting in the time with you, then you fucking got to make sure you're not cheating on me. No. So and, to speak. The, and, the and, is, and the other thing is, like, I might say, like, as a trainer, I might send my dude somewhere. Oh, yes. go there. Go there, do some shit like with them Matt for a Brinkoff couple of days. Like Matt Brinkhoff did with, yep. with, um, yeah, with, with Sebastian. Sebastian. Sebastian, yeah. And Sebastian is a very good student. Yeah. Very coachable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does what he's told. All right, that's this is right. what I want you to do. And... Yeah, it, work, it works out, you know? And if you're being a good fucking coach, you won't need to worry about your fighter leaving you yes. because you're doing the right thing by them. They'll look at you and go, oh, he's not getting rid of me. He's helping me get other skills. Yes. I've seen I've seen that heaps of times. Dudes go, oh, yeah, they, he sent me to another gym. I'm going to fucking stay there. I'm like, you're fucking And this is where I got dogged once. Oh, yeah? I, I was away in Thailand, still living away in Thailand. I was... It was that period where I was sort of about to come back. Yeah. And I'd said to one of my guys, like, who was getting a bit stale where he was, I was like, all right, go and train with this person once a week just to just to mix it up mix a little it bit. Up, yeah. Then when I came back, I kept on training training him, and he was still doing that one day a week, and then that person poached him. Yeah. Like, yeah. just, I think, just duped him into thinking oh, that's where he should have been. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah. yeah. So if you are that fighter as well, know yeah. that you're probably getting sent somewhere to learn a skill and then yeah. come back. And then as you if you're the trainer who's reaching out to, you know I'm never going to poach your guys. Yeah, that's so right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. if you are that trainer who's, know who you can trust and who you can't. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Because there's plenty that you can't. Yeah. Uh, um, next question is, line fight promotions, is there any realistic way to get rid of the bad actors in this sport? I think, do you, do you know about the line fight thing where they didn't pay everyone? This, I've heard about it, they yeah. were, Like they didn't pay anyone their some of the hotels would charge to the people's cards yeah like right. this, I think they just knew it was their last show they couldn't afford to do yeah, shows so or something so they cashed in like hard like, got, yeah. took all the ticket sales and run that's what it looks like yeah right um, I think the problem is Tiffany Van Zoost or whatever her fucking name is she had to sell her belt years ago because she or auction her belt off or something oh, because yeah, she didn't get yeah, paid. Yeah, 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 yeah. I Man, heard about that. Writing's yeah. on the wall. Yeah. That, that promotion, should, everyone should have just gone, ah. Yeah, that one. They're dogs. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Um, yeah, I think beware of... Just beware, beware of people trying to do too big too early. Yeah. Now look at who they're associated with. They're associated with fraudulent people. Yeah. Um, um, I am. Are they... Assert, like, who are they, who are they putting on their show? Like, who have they... Who have they got... Back in them, sort of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, right, next one. Sajad versus Max is off. Thoughts on the replacement? Worthy opponent for for Max? Um, man, the, the tie is ranked number seven in the world. Max is ranked number five with the current international belt. Um, 
what upon um man he's a quality quality pretty high level tie yeah i think i think he's a bit of a baby i think he's quite young which could be could be the un, un, undoing of him but um from a good gym man Sodechapan, which is producing a large number of fighters yeah. now man more than worthy it's a vacant title Sir Judd's vacated that title um, due to his injury um, I think Sir Judd was burnt out anyway and it was time for him to have a break so the yeah. forced break's probably done and good yeah. I think it's like 27 months he's been in fight prep fucking hell yeah it's a lazy 27 he's just like burnt the candle at both yeah, ends yeah, yeah. For, and you could see man like he was getting sick he was endlessly had like colds he had yeah. skin infections he had everything was happening to him yeah that, right. la- that fight he had on one the other week he had like this big staff thing on his face yeah, like, yeah he's just yeah. he's just burnt out so it, it's probably avarice man yeah, avarice it sucks for the world of Muay Thai Antoine Nung it probably it sucks for the world of especially Australian Muay Thai to, you know, to have these two high level female yeah, guys yeah, against yeah. each other but Man, it is what it is. It's it's part of the sport. Yeah, that's right. Six weeks out, he, he had a fight, a big paying fight. He obviously didn't care too much about having to vacate the WBC belt. So it is what it is. Ebook. Um, it's so beautiful the bromance between you two. How blessed are we to witness it grow? Oh, thanks. That that's Bryony. Love is real. Love is real. Love is real. I had a rant the other day on my own podcast about I'm sick of cunts who aren't fucking real dudes and aren't real fucking mates and who just fucking shit on me all the time. And yep. I was just fucking saying that's good to have. I've got a small fucking wheelhouse of fucking dudes who I can met, like actually message and go, hey, bro, have a good day and know that it's received as opposed to just fucking bullshit. Yeah, man. Yep. So, yep. bromance is real. Yeah, yeah. I love men. And- <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say a little less gay, but um, and for everyone listening, I genuinely love this guy. It's true. Yeah, it's true. Um, it's all length, no girth. Um, yep. So I don't understand. The first one is Wacharachai. We had a big chat about it the other week with him ripping off people in Australia. Uh, I've got a feeling he might have ripped off the next guy already. The next gym owner. He's protested his visa thing. His visa cancellation, so he's got time to still be in the country and potentially ripping everyone off still. So, Yay. yeah, he's just a scumbag. Then the next two discussion points, boxing, martial arts. I don't know, have a clue what you're talking about. And it's from some weirdly dodgy account with following 900 and someone, zero posts, Vendigo Bank. So, yeah, whatever. I don't know who you are, but do you really listen? We, we um, discuss those things often. Yeah. Um, <laughs> da, da, da. Okay, this is a three-part thing. Let me just go over it. Um, the blessing that is given in the corner before the fight, just prior to the Moncon coming off, can you share what it is and what it is said? I feel like a lot of coaches bluff this part, like they make it look like they're saying something foreign, but they're not. I'm definitely um, not. I don't make it look what? like I'm saying foreign because <laughs> I can't talk foreign. <laughs> I think, I think, for me, I do a a chant 
um, which is called Mong Kut Paputa Jao, which is like the crown of the crown of Buddha. Yeah. Um, I do it one to three times depending on yeah the situation. Yeah. Um, I you don't have to though. You can do man if you know a small Buddhist chant, you do it. Yeah. If Buddhism isn't your thing, like Sam Benetti does, like a, a, a Muslim thing. You just have to manage whatever, whatever makes you and your fighter feel like they're gaining something from it. Yep. You know, like man, just set, sending my fighter out there with love to. You that's, don't have you, that's usually. What, I mean, like from from the most fucking whitest bloke you can fucking meet. I am like I don't know anything of like chance or anything. So I just tell the dudes, you've done all the work. You fucking make sure you do like do yourself. Uh, it's usually a lot like be clean. You've done the work. Let's have some fun with it. Be yep. calm. Yep. Like it's like I'm. You, I'm not doing the. Whole, Come on, cut. We gotta fucking go in there and smash the fucking shit. Like, no. don't do that one. Make it peaceful. Go in. It's make, a peaceful yeah. time. Yeah, like, yeah it's it like, is. Yep. Calm before the storm time. You make know? make it feel. It doesn't have to be said in a foreign language. It doesn't no. need. Doesn't need to necessarily be anything in particular. As long as it has meaning to you and your fighter. Yeah, that's it. I, yeah. I sort of say, keep it consistent. So it's the same thing all the time. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone, no one gets any personal. No, little blessing no, no, thing. No, no, no. But as long as they, as long as your fighter feels blessed by you, that's all that matters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, on to the next one. Let's agree that Danny Bill <laughs> is the be shit cunt. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Let's agree that Danny Bill is the best foreign um, fighter ever. Totally agree. Mm-hmm. But who follows him on the list? Um, I'm going to say another Frenchie in Damien Alamos. Retired way too early, uh, but yeah, yeah. Um, I would definitely say Damien Alamos would be. The next one after Danny Bill. What are your thoughts on Damien Trainer? It's very kickboxing he's style. Though, isn't it? You know, but he's, like, he's, he's, you know what I mean? He's a good. I think he's good at the teaching bit. Yep. As a fighter, he never really achieved a whole lot. He's kind of like me. I was going to say, was was Raymond Deck is similar like that? Like he was sort of like. I mean, like everyone talks about Raymond Deckers and and how he opened the door for us a, in Thailand. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Was a big he never dude. once did Muay Thai. Like yeah, under, under Muay Thai rules. Yeah, I was gonna say the only time he ever beat the, the only time he beat the ties was in Holland. Yeah, I was gonna say because he's he's like I think it's one of those ones where if you bring up his record against ties, it's not. He lost very nearly good. all of them. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, it is. And for me, it ain't Muay Thai. I don't. It doesn't really interest yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like yeah, foreign. No, I was just trying like, to think of names that are like like in that same sort of time. Yeah, as, you know, like See, for me, Damien Alamos was you know he was my generation of Thailand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. He, what he achieved at such a young age was pretty, pretty hectic. Yeah. And you've got, you know, like probably the most, you know, to get the most accolades for the least amount of talent, um, Rafi Bay, like his another Frenchie. He he was just like tough, relentless, yeah. hard work, and man got, you know, end up winning. I think he. Had the Lumpini title, or did he have Rajam? And I can't remember now. But another one, man, like another one who um, Belgium, um, Yusuf Borganum. He another one, man, like just got in there and done the job. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's been a lot of good ones in that generation, especially like the last two sort of generations of fighters. Like so, like say in five year groups. Yeah. And then there was kind of a big gap where there was, you know, you. You had 
lots of foreigners fighting in the time, but no massive standouts. Yeah. You know, you'd probably go, another one is Cosmo. Yeah, Cosmo yeah, Cosmo was yeah, another yeah, one when yeah. he was in Thailand. I was going to say, all these comparisons obviously go to to how they how they went in Thailand, you'd say? Like... How pretty much it, exactly like, it. Yeah. Pretty much exactly. So, like, it doesn't matter what they did in their own country. Yeah, yeah. So I was going to say, like, dudes, like, like, I don't know much about like our Australian sort of past. You know, like with that, with the heritage and the coaches that we have have now. How did dudes like Riddler go? How did like you know, you know, because Nuggets and all them go? How did they go in Thailand on 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 the in, super in different international? N- not super. Like as far as. Their win loss records go not super good. Yeah, it's as far like as far as what you know if they're fighting ties worth fighting like you know good yeah, good yeah, ties yeah. and stuff. I know Nugget fought a, a pile of ties and yeah. And so I suppose I suppose like what stands these foreigners out as comparison to our were, to so our were, best Australians. So they were fighting we like a class tie. Yeah, like, so okay, they're yeah, stadium yeah. stadium level tie yeah. winning stadium titles. Yeah. Um, I don't think the close. I think we had to a stadium. I think Wayne was ranked, and I think Daniel Dawson were ranked. Yeah, okay, at, right. At the yeah, Olympic. Dawson was. Yep, cool. Yeah. So, yeah, cool, cool, cool. yeah, so I think for me, Damien Alamos, who is coming to Australia pretty soon, which is pretty cute. Um, thoughts on locking the body in the clinch and why? I'm a fan of it. Uh, in stadiums, it was outlawed after Pet Bunchu used to do it to everyone and and not give anyone a chance to do anything, just lay on them on the ropes and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can still get away with it in Australia. You've just got to be working constantly yeah. while you're doing it. So I'm a, I'm a fan of it. Personally, I like it. Yeah. I like the idea of it. And What do you like in, uh, when it comes to the body? What do you reckon those elbows to the body? See the, the video with the elbow? You know what I mean? If you've got someone who's willing to stand there and take them... Cool. That that's what I look at. Like I like the way that that dude wasn't. He was already broken. Moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was already he was either already broken, or he was looking. He had another plan. And like, yeah, that's the, right. Yeah, yeah. The problem is with that video coming out. You watch how many people are now going to be. Oh yeah, yeah, man. I've been doing it for. I've been fucking doing it for years. And I mean, like not like that. As in, like if the opening was there, it's like I looked at shit like sometimes you can do little shit like that which will fucking I don't know fuck, you know like it'll, it's it's just another thought process like oh okay fucking like another thing to yep. think about defensive like oh I've got to worry about that now too and it's not necessarily that you're ever going to do it again but it's the thought that that yep. mm, mm, you know the worry that that's there so yep. but yeah like what you said though like if, you, if you're going to have a dude who's going to sit there and let you do it all fucking day <laughs> I'd go for it yeah yeah exactly but um, yeah I had a dude to let me do it. That's why I liked it. I fought, I fought a dude. Who, uh, same thing. I walked him to the corner. I leant on him and he fucking wasn't doing anything. So I'm like, oh, look, my elbow, his body. <laughs> it was good. It was nice. Um, Nick. Next. Um, how did you deal with nerves before a fight? Anyone who knows me knows I still get nervous. Yep. But it's the thing is, I don't look at it as called nervousness. I look at it as called excitement. Yeah. So... And that's there is no difference. The, the the way it releases the the hormones in your brain exactly yeah, the same. Exact same. So if you want to look at it from a negative point of view, you're going to call it nerves. If you're going to look at it from a positive point of view, you're going to call excited. it excitement. So that that's on you, you know. It's a mind game, my friend. Play the mind game with yourself. Yay. Almost lost the mic. 
Check, check it out. Chirp, check it out. All right, on to the next one. Why don't we introduce judges and refs before a fight so they can be held accountable for the wrong? I believe refs and judges in pro fights, yeah, especially title fights, yep, should be their names should be given. Everyone should know who they are. So, yeah. um, all on the devil's advocate side of things. There's not enough money in this sport for nah. it to really matter that much. Nah, nah. So, <coughs> what what are we are we doing it for our own egos? Yeah, are yeah. Are you, for... do, are you doing it because you want to fucking hunt that dude down and fucking torment that cunt because your amateur fighter didn't win? <laughs> you, yeah. you know what I mean, like fucking. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think for for big pro fights, I think the judges and I think it should be. I think the scorecards should be read out like they do in boxing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying judge so-and-so said this, judge so-and-so said that, judge so-and-so said this. So if someone went 30-27, or sorry, 50, so it would be a total of 50-45 one way, and the other one goes 50-45 the other way, and then the winner gets, you know, 49-48 to the, say, the red corner. You can go go to the blue corner. Who did the blue corner? Why? What is wrong with you? Re-educate them. Yeah. Everyone knows who who went wrong. Yeah. Instead of it just getting swept under the rug, it, it's now in the open, so that you have to then openly be re-educating that yeah, person. Yeah, that's right, yeah. I think it's, that's a great idea. Um, why don't some judges and refs have fight experience? You wouldn't umpire a footy game if you didn't know how the game works. There's you plenty. don't need to have been no. a fighter to understand the game, though. I've, um, Manoli was a ref and judge before he ever fought. Yeah. Cato's never fought. Um, it's you don't necessarily need to be, you just need to be educated and understand the game yeah the, the thing is this is a Queenslander asking this question and I think the least of the dramas in right now is who they're picking to be judges yeah like right now it needs to be a total re-education yeah of what's going on up there because I don't think Many of the judges know what's actually going on as far as... And what they're bringing in new judges. They had a whole heap of new judges on one show. Man, if that's what it takes to, you know, you're going to get a couple of bad decisions or whatever while they're educa- getting educated, yeah. at least, you know, you've got someone doing the right thing up there bringing Trevor up to do a course. You've got yeah. the, um, the Kieran Benji got um, Trevor up there doing a judge's course. Yeah. There's, no, sorry, there's no emotion... In it, as in, like, if you're a judge or a ref, like, this is this is like why I think that you could do it without without actually ever doing it. Because I think that you, I think that you could coach without ever doing it. But the fact that if you've done it, you understand the emotion behind it, and you understand the feelings that are involved with nervousness getting through mm-hmm. it. So, like, as a coach, you can help guide your fighter through that if you've done it. Right. Yeah. So, like that that like for a coach. To have done as, it as before doing it, yeah. But as a ref or a judge, there's no emotion in it. You're no. not upset. You know, like you yeah. don't. You don't need to. Like you're simply watching it for the facts. Yes. So if you don't, it's like you don't need to have fought. No, you don't need to have done it. I find it worse with people who have fought because then they have preconceived ideas. The ideas, of, yeah, of yeah, what, yeah and, that's and right. They're, yeah. they're a Moy Carl guy, so yeah, yeah, they're gonna be watching yeah, the that's beer. Right. Yeah. You know, like that's the thing. Like yeah. people who are. Yeah. Or you could be like. Oh, I like hand, I like to throw my hands better, yes. so hands are better. Yes, exactly. I like to throw my yeah. So it's probably you're probably better off not doing the sport and judging it. I think so. But you're better off doing the sport to coach it. I think you know, so. You know, like, yeah. But 
That's, um, just, that's just what I reckon. Next question, controversial, controversial, and I'm going to have to totally disagree. Um, Chad versus Jordan, two Aussies for a world title. Seriously, question mark, Jordan isn't even a worthy opponent. Okay, that last statement, absolute bullshit. Um, the, well, originally, the, originally that title was his to fight for before COVID and stuff. Oh, that's how it was um, too, yeah. So, which his ranking says that he's worthy. Um, Chad, yep, current world champion. If there are two guys that are in the... in the, What are they... What does Jordan have to do then? Wait for someone else to fight Chad for it yeah. and beat Chad so then he gets his shot at it. Yeah. It's, it's not fair. Yeah. There's that. There's someone who's who's worthy. There's someone who's there who's ranked accordingly who can fight for that world title. So, okay. If he's not a worthy opponent, then beat him to death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that simple. Yeah, well, if he's not worthy, we'll see. We'll see when the fight comes like, out, and he should good, trance him in around. Yeah, good. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, like, good on Chad for for putting his title on the line. Yeah, well um, sport. That's that's how champions should do yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And if Jordan's not a worthy opponent, then it's going to show on the night. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if they're from the same country. If they're both, if they're at the level where they got to be at to to actually fight for it, then you can bet on rebellion, can you? Yeah. There you go, love. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Put put all your money in in Chad's in yeah. Chad's basket. You know, yeah. then that's okay. It's not where my money's going. <laughs> <laughs> I I I think you know it's a it's a it's a it is a big ask for Jordan. Yeah. Um, especially we know how how Chad does it, and we know Chad is going to want to hold on to that belt. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah man, it's. At the end of the day, it's it's a challenge. It's 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 a defense of the belt, which means great. That to me makes a real world champion when you defended it. Yeah, getting winning it. I've always found that funny, you know, like them dudes who say like, "Oh, he's not worth it fighting." Then shut the fuck up and fight him. Yeah, like if he's not worth it, then beat the piss out. Yeah, exactly. Get get the easy fucking payday or yeah. whatever. Oh, I don't want to take easy fights. Fuck off. You want to get paid, don't you? Don't, like take, take the fights as given to you. Yeah, yeah. Don't pick like, and choose nah, what nah, shows nah, you can fight on so you get easy opponents. That. Yeah, that's right. Like, not like, you know, let's let's talk about um, our friend Reese Lightning <laughs> putting up the Ring Lovers <laughs> thing. Love it. Man, he's fighting a dude. Like, I love the fact that Reese has taken the piss a little bit, and I hope he doesn't take the piss on the night and actually tries to beat the living piss out of his yep. opponent. But his opponent is someone who only fights on a particular show so that he can have title shots. His whole, I think his whole career is on one show. Okay. Yeah, 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 exactly. So that's that's the difference. Like, you know, Chad's fighting on whatever show is put yeah, in front yeah. of him. Yeah. Boom, all right, this is what... And he's going to fight Muay Thai one minute, he's going to fight kickboxing the next minute, he's going to Japan, he's doing this. Man, it... If the challenger isn't up to standard, okay, then show it. Yeah, yeah, And then yeah. go on to the next one. Yep. Um, so, Ties love supporting Rot Tongue. Japan love Takuru, Takeru, don't know who that is. Or Tension, don't know who that guy is. Mm-hmm. Um, England love Liam Harrison. So, why the fuck aren't Aussies not like that? I think, why are Aussies not supporting their own country, um, but against each other? I think... The biggest thing is the size of Australia. Each state is almost like a, a, a country, in other, country yeah. in other in other in other parts of the world. Yeah. So you've got your Queenslander, you've got your your WA guy, you've got your New South Wales guy, you've got your. I think that's the reason. I think going overseas 
for instance, we were just talking about Chad going overseas. Everyone's like hoping Chad wins. Yeah. You know, there's not there's no no Aussie sitting there going, I hope he loses in Japan. No, that's right. You know what I mean? But the thing is, once again, okay, so Jordan is a qualified is qualified to fight for this world title. He wants the world title. He felt a little bit hard done by the you know with COVID and all that sort of stuff yeah. that he should have had that shot earlier. So he let it happen. Let, it, let them fight each other. Yeah. There's no hate. There shouldn't be hatred involved. Nah. And if they're talking piss online, yeah, cool. It's entertaining. Like, <clears throat> let, let the fighters take the piss out of each other. Let the supporters take the piss out of each other. Whatever. Fight happens. Then, okay, whoever loses, loses. And on to the next one. Yeah. Um, I think the fact that Australia is so big and everyone is so far apart, it's hard to... You're not going to get... You know, New South Wales, they've got their... Well, we've got... ACT, you know, everyone Everyone loves Dave, everyone loves Max McVicker. WA, they're still going to love Max McVicker, but obviously they've got their, their Jordan Godfordson, they've got their Shannon Gardners, they've got these guys. Um, Victoria, you know, they, every, every state has got their guys. Queensland's got Chad. Queensland's yeah. got, got Jade and Queensland's got Kim. They've got, you know, they've got their, their state's got their guys. And it's, it's still, because the country is so big with such big numbers of fighters... If you've got two elite guys at the top, why shouldn't they be able to fight yeah. for a belt? <coughs> but I think combat sports just <clears throat> like that in Australia too. Like, we don't really back our big dudes, you know? Like, you got, like, Volk is the biggest thing in MMA right now. Like, and no one really fucking... Like, you fight short notice in a week and a half, you know, going up against one of the biggest things in MMA, and no one really fucking cares a whole heap. Like, like you don't oh, see... Oh, Australian, is he? Yeah, uh, yeah. See what I mean? Uh, Alexander oh, but I mean like it's like you don't see Polish. you don't see any of that shit on fucking the news or, no. on, or in our mainstream media or no. in, our, in our sports media so that's why there's no backing behind it it's like yeah. it's such a niche like Muay Thai yeah. is such a niche yeah. you know where it's like we're into it it's like saying going like oh why don't we back each other with our chess champions because <laughs> no one gives a fuck about chess here yeah. you know what I mean yeah. like yeah. but yeah um, do I buy a cup from an official MMA brand? Don't know why you're asking about MMA brand or one from Rebel. Well, for training, whatever. I believe in wearing those steel ones, the tie-up ones, the rope ones. Yep. Anything less is actually not going to protect you as well as what you think. Yep. The tie-up uh, rope ones are the best. And if yep. you want to find another one that's a metal cup that's not, but is the jock strap, but is actually pretty good, the Morgan brand ones. Is it? They are fucking phenomenal. Yeah. That that the metal cup in them is. Oh, I've been kicked hard in the yep. dick. You won't be allowed to fight in one of those in Thailand. What you know? A jock strap one. Yeah, no, no, that one. No, you've got. So it's the same thing. It's just, it's just. A, I mean, it's, a, it's a metal cup. But because of they, because they don't, they're not with with the rope. You tie it to your body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, with those strap on ones, because it's like goes under the. It doesn't sit. They won't allow. It. If, yeah, if they can okay, move right. the cup, yeah, yeah, which they, they can with those jock because yeah, yeah, it's elastic. Right. Yeah, yeah. They'll, 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 well, there you go. they'll kick you out of the ring you'll go put one on yeah okay right so there you go so if yeah. you go to Thailand get some string dings yeah and man, get, get used to tying one up yeah, on yourself right, and it yeah. won't be a problem anyway you know um, do you know people that do Muay Thai with severe bunions well interesting question because I had Rig who had to have his feet reconstructed oh right he he used to run when he was lighter but as a heavier guy he couldn't run uh, lots of feet problems, lots of knee problems because of it, all that sort of stuff. Um, unfortunately, you, you can train, retrain your feet to straighten up, like pull that toe out, 
it might not go back to 100%, but you gotta have like toe spaces and you should be wearing them all the time and all that sort of stuff. Stop wearing shit shoes, stop wearing Nikes. Um, go barefoot so at that time with the toe spaces on so you can open your arch back up, all that sort of stuff. It sounds like old people problems, bro. It's not, man. Rig, <laughs> yeah, rig, rig at, <laughs> rig at 21, right. rig at 21's feet were like, his toes would go out on a 45 degree yeah, angle. Right. Like then he, he had to have his feet broken to have him yeah, re, right. like to start again. Shit. So it's it's possible. I I wouldn't be running though if you man. There's no there's no reason why you can't fight. Yeah. But I would be I wouldn't be running if I yeah. I'd just be doing my sprints and yeah. Aside from that, I'd be doing like hard exercise bike stuff. You um, Can a tall guy be an aggressive Muay Thai fighter instead of playing long? Absolutely. That's that's traditionally what a tall guy does. Mm. Traditionally, the tall guy is the the walk up knee fighter. Yeah. Not the not a female guy. No, they fuck you up. Um, if you can stay long and you've got the IQ, then do it. If you don't have the IQ, then J- Jason, dead yeah. example. He's yep. tall. He's like six foot or whatever. Yeah. And you know, could still fight at sixty three and a half kilos. Yeah, yeah. And he, but he will still push forward. When he fought um, Tim Newen, good old <laughs> Hammer asking why he's not playing the long game. I'll tell you why because he's a knee fighter. Yeah. <laughs> um. Origins of Muay Thai, man. War, like wartime in the in Southeast Asia. Yeah, yeah. Um, like regions fighting each other. Like back then, it wasn't so much country; it was region. Um, huh, what direction do you seal the ring? My oh, guys go clockwise. Fucking, it depends on who's corner. And yeah, I just shared a thing yesterday because so many people said, "Why do you go the wrong way?" Um, man, there's lots of things as man, there's people saying that going the way that everyone goes anti clockwise that used to only be done on funeral days or when someone had died and yeah, right. there's in parts in regions it is that sort of thing. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um it just depends on what your gym does, like yeah. what the lineage is, what um and just cause. Yeah. Like, just I, cause. We, we go we go clockwise because that's what I was told to do from a gym in Thailand that I was associated with yeah so one of the people I respect the most in this sport so okay I do it and I teach my guys that my guys go that way and um, there's no reason why we shouldn't and I've had officials try and tell me that I shouldn't be doing it and I should warn them and whatever else man just piss off we don't we don't get in anyone's way and and if someone does a, a shit job of it like um like was it who did it on the weekend Sebastian in the first fight I think it was got up too early so he ended up having to break the rope yeah the first fight he had, ended up having to break the rope instead of staying down waiting for oh for him to pass, to pass. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's the thing if you're if you see someone down on the don't sit there and wait for them you do you yeah just do your and let them work around you like if if we're going the other way, man, we're just gonna let go and jump past you. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. You, like we, I tell it all my guys, I'm like, some dudes. Tell, I said they go, which way do I go? So we're going this way, and they yep. go, oh, what happens if someone goes the other way? Just wait for them, man. Like, walk around them. Walk around See, them. It's not, what if, if, it's not rocket science. No, if, jump over the top of them, mate. What do you yeah, reckon? If they push them, if they're down on the ground <laughs> doing their three bows, yeah, don't stand right. there and wait for them to get up. Exactly. Yeah. Why not speed up a little bit yeah, to go past right. them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In case yeah, yeah. they they are just yeah. gonna get up. Yeah. Just, just get the get traffic, the ring done. Driving, yeah. we all drive a car. Yeah. It's like it's just a simple giveaway thing. Yeah. Um, so back to one of the earlier questions, we're, we're going to retouch on it. Is it disrespectful for a Westerner 
uh, or anyone to train Muay Thai without acknowledging Thai culture, practices surrounding the sport. Um, so answer that little bit. Um, Antoine, Nang. Miyak Purigna. Um, the I think you need to have some sort of understanding of Muay Thai culture, not Thai culture. Yeah. Muay Thai culture. Yeah. And why things are done, and and what what are the needs? You can't go. All right, I didn't know that you can't chuck the monkon on the ground. Yeah. Like that yeah, that yeah. shit just shouldn't happen. Like that's that's the shit you should know. Um. Then there's. You know, obviously you need to know somewhat. About a Y crew. Yeah. You need to know uh, why we go over the top rope and why why we why the women go under the bottom rope. You need to know why we do three bows and why we, you know. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. It's it. You don't need to know Thai culture. No. To just, learn just, the, just yeah. learn the important bits that yeah, you need to know. Thai, and yeah. Know the whys and then yeah. Then just make sure you're sticking to tradition. Tradition. Yeah. Um, like thoughts on MMA gyms, fighters calling their striking Muay Thai because they use elbows or elements of the art. Is this bad representation of Muay Thai or is it that it allows a more mainstream awareness to the public? I, I think a lot of the time, man, saw it on the weekend with one gym who has no idea what Muay Thai is and they're putting fighters in. That's where, if they're putting Muay Thai fighters in and they don't actually teach Muay Thai and have a designated Muay Thai coach. I think it's dangerous. It's not safe for people and it's it's not respectful for the sport. Man, call your gym whatever you call it to, to get people in your door. Yeah. Muay Thai is becoming a marketable thing. Yeah. So why not why not do it, you know what I mean? Yeah. But most man, most Muay Thai gyms aren't teaching Muay Thai, let alone MMA gyms or whatever. Yeah. Like what I've always said with with MMA striking and stuff like that, they use they use the things because it's within the rule set to yes. to, to use elbows and use knees and stuff. And like we've said a heap of times, are they doing Muay Thai? No, they're using Muay Thai techniques probably poorly. Yep. yep. You know, like in regards to like the way that you're going to throw an elbow on the ground isn't the way you're going to throw an elbow standing up. But is it an elbow? Yes. Do they use it in Muay Thai? Yes. yes. Same thing with the teep. Yep. Same thing with with all the kicks and stuff. You see, you're going to use Muay Thai techniques, but are you doing Muay Thai? No, you're doing MMA with Muay Thai stri- exactly. with, Muay Ka- with with Muay Thai techniques. It's like you yep. throw if you throw a fucking side kick in Muay Thai, you're doing a, ta- a Taekwondo technique in a Muay Thai fight. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's not like the, the that that's my my look. Yeah, hundred percent though. You know, like you're, 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 not, you're not necessarily doing Muay. You're doing MMA, and and sure, does it bring in like? Can you then market that to be able to go? Okay, cool. Come do Muay Thai. Where you're going to learn how to do yep. Muay Thai and then yep. you can use those techniques in yeah, MMA for sure. But if you're going to do that, do your Muay Thai right yes. and then use the Muay Thai techniques in your MMA yes. if you want to be respectful to the sport and stuff 100%. like that. Or you're not. You're just doing Muay Thai. Yes. yes. <laughs> you're doing kickboxing with elbows. Which is, man... <laughs> you know what I mean? Mo- like, which most is of them. Another way to look at it. You know, like if you're doing MMA... MMA with elbows is just Muay Thai with shitty ground game in it. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, so jiu-jitsu with shitty stand-up. Yes, 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 yeah, yes. Know? Depends on how you look at it. How you looking at it? Was that it? Yes, it is. That was fucking it. I think that last question was from a mate of mine from fucking Perth. So Sick. if that is the case, thank you for your uh, for your message, James. That was fucking awesome. Very sweet of um, you. But yeah. All right, well, 
as a longie. We got a good one in. So yes. it was good to talk over the fights. We'll be back again next week with some more questionos. We got um, what's the big next next big one? We got um, tie show. Oh, I'm going to do. A, I'm going to. I'm. Uh, I was thinking about doing it this afternoon. Just do a live. Oh, cool. Breakdown of because uh, this weekend we got hardcore. Yeah, and, that's right. Yep. And getting back last week, we should have done it last week's episode. But me fresh in the country. Being crook, brain just didn't function. Should have done more Taekwondo pre and hardcore break. Ah, uh, yes, yes, we should. So you want to do that? Um, I I was do it live. I might just do a quick little one the Savi yeah, when when the kids are back in bed. Fucking <laughs> bomb scheme. All right, guys. Well, thank you again for listening. You guys are fucking legends. We'll be back next week. Make sure you like and subscribe to this. Whether you are on watching it on um or listening to it on Instagram or, or not Instagram, fucking Spotify or Apple Music. Make sure you subscribe to us. Um, and share it around and repost it. You guys have been awesome. Thanks for listening. Love you to death. <laughs> Fucking peace. See you later. Peace. peace.